0: Welcome to Warm and Fuzzy, a podcast dedicated to all things nostalgic. We review our favourite movies, TV shows, and talk about the fun trends from our childhood. I'm your host Shane.
1: And I'm your co-host Amelia.
0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Warm and Fuzzy. I am your host, Shane.
1: And I am your co-host, Amelia.
0: How are you, Amelia?
1: I'm a lonely. In the studio by myself.
0: We're doing a little um, Zencaster record this week, guys. As you know, I've been moving. I'm sure you're probably sick of hearing me talk about it, but I worked from home today. So <laughs> we decided to do a little Zencaster instead of
1: being in the studio
0: yeah Yeah,
1: so I'm in here by myself um yeah but I'm good uh very sore I keep complaining to you I've been complaining to you for the last half hour um I exercised today so that was interesting um (laughs) (laughs) for the
0: first time ever guys
1: (laughs) for the first first time time in in a long time Like, my muscles had dust on them. That's how unfit I am.
0: (laughs) They were musty. They were dusty. (laughs) There was
1: no must. There was just dust. (laughs) She's not a musty person. Um, Yeah, no, but I've been good. Um, I have been watching Yellow Jackets. I started watching that.
0: Give me a synopsis. What's she about?
1: So it is following a group of teenagers who are on a soccer team together. They go on a plane, the plane crashes, um, and then this, the show kind of chops and changes between them trying to figure out how to survive wherever they've crashed, but then also fast-forwarding to the future. And so it's kind of like mystery a little bit. Oh,
0: I think I watched the first episode of this. Did you say they crashed?
1: Yeah, they crashed. There's two yeah. shows like this, though. So there was one on Amazon.
0: Yes, I think that's the one I watched. That was
1: called Wild or Wild something, Wildlings, Wildings. And we watched the first episode of that, too. But Yellow oh, Jackets is different. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yellow Jackets is on Paramount+. This is, is the on one Paramount where they like,
0: class. okay, they don't come back and it's, like, been, like, many years later and, like, the children are, like, adults and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so that's what okay, I mean. It changes. Story. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the the timeline is like nineteen ninety six when they're teenagers, and then fast forward to present day where they're adults. Um, but we're three episodes in. We're still trying to figure it out. Den's convinced that it's going to get paranormal, which he's not really into. So he's okay. like prepared to like turn it off at any second. He's got ask, my yeah, he's like, I'm gonna turn it <laughs> off. But then for me, I'm like pretty sure that it's not. I'm getting more like culty, mm-hmm. um, you know, like gross, like murder, like blood and guts. But just like if anything, just like black magic, culty vibes, rather Buddha than like
0: energy.
1: yeah, rather than like paranormal, you know. Okay.
0: Which I love. I'm all about a show that turns paranormal or voodoo-y. I'm like, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, like kind of creepy. Um, there's a child in it in present day who's just like giving.
0: Children of the corn?
1: No, Tyler Perry's us <laughs> energy.
0: <laughs> it's
1: really creepy. Um, and I want them to just like boot him <laughs> off. <for sure.
0: laughs> Get rid of the damn kid.
1: And I've also been reading as well. I've Love. been picking up a Kindle because I'm trying to not be on my phone till a million o'clock. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm now reading the final book in the Practical Magic series, so book number four.
0: I need to read them.
1: Yeah, you do. It's have you um, been loving them? Yeah, loving them. So mm-hmm. I, it was like taking me forever to finish the second book. I didn't read the third because it was based on the movie. I mean, sorry, the movie is based on that book. So I feel like I'm very familiar with it. So I just skipped it. Um, But the second one took me forever to finish, um, I think, because I just kept getting distracted by my phone and my Mm -hmm. brain. But this fourth one is actually really good. So it follows um, what happens after the movie ends, basically. So Sally and Jilly and, like, kind of what happens in their lives after. So... I'm only a third of the way through it, but it's very, very good.
0: I'm so shocked they never made a Practical Magic too.
1: Yeah, I know. Well, she only wrote, she only finished the book or published the book this year.
0: Number oh, four. So, okay. You know,
1: there may not have been an idea from Alice to to do, you know, like create a series yeah. out of it because Maybe when it the movie come. came out, possibly. But I mean, like mm-hmm. when the movie came out. There was no book series. It was just the one book at this stage. And then the other books followed and she created the series around it. So, yeah. Um, How are you, Boo?
0: I'm good. (laughs) This week's been biz, but she's been good. Um, I'm looking forward to the weekend. I can't believe it's Wednesday already. Like Thursday's around the corner. Love it. I love it. Um, What have I been watching? Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip iconic um I really love seeing the housewives on this forum I don't know why it almost feels like a like it almost feels like a like all-stars season which it kind of is it's like their version of all-stars um and the format's different it's a little bit more like fresh I'm but like yeah I'm enjoying it like Dorinda's crazy old Dorinda like she always is um I'm trying to think who's there from Beverly Hills. You've got Taylor.
1: Mhm. Yep. Uh
0: and I think I am Brandy.
1: Oh my god. Messy. Chaotic. Messy. Um what did I listen to Taylor on? Oh, that podcast that I sent you recently where um Pandora Sykes, she did a series breaking down um reality television. And one of the episodes was about the Real Housewives franchise. And then she actually interviewed Taylor. Um, And they kind of talk about like the dark side of reality television and what goes on behind the scenes. So, yeah, that was really good.
0: Yeah. And Taylor is probably like the prime example of that because she had quite a dark experience with...
1: Yeah. What was going on in her life was was really extreme and really like awful. Um, and then to see that played out on international, you know, television, it was, it was wild. And like, I'm sure that like producers maybe like would have done it differently now.
0: Mm-hmm. And like where
1: they would kind of like maybe step in, but I don't know, you know. I
0: was gonna say, I think the fact that they did that and the fact that they've sat there and like edited that to make it like potentially more salacious or like it's like this is someone's real life, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She's like escaped a, an abusive relationship,
1: yeah, yeah. And so, context for anyone who hasn't watched, um, yes, for households, yeah, Taylor was a cast member on the show, um, mm-hmm. and she was in like discovered to basically be in an abusive um marriage Mm -hmm. and yes they kind of learned that on the show and he was accused of like you know like violence against his wife and then we later found out that like she left him or was leaving him and then he actually um passed away
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So it was like really
1: tragic and and really awful, like what happened to Taylor. And so. Yeah. yeah. It gets
0: brought up in this season of Ultimate Girls Trip. So Brandy essentially says like she was friends with Taylor's husband and Taylor's like, you know, but like I understand, but I was also abused by this man. So it's like
1: so was brandy's defending him
0: brandy's yeah kind of defending (gasps) him. yeah 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 Mm -hmm. it's a whole situation you should watch boo it's really Um... it's been really interesting like brandy has not changed she's just like she's a chaotic person and like a narcissist just someone i can't stand behind like It's weird because I think Brandy's really good at like manipulating people and like you almost feel sorry for her until she does something. You're like, no. Yeah. Like you're a horrible person or the things you do are horrible.
1: How long has she not been on uh, Beverly Hills?
0: I think it's been a while now. I feel like she left in like season eight or nine. So it's been three, four seasons. She's kind of like a friend of, but not, you know what I mean? Like she might If Kim Richards is on, like Brandy might be on as well, you know Mm. what I mean? Because she's Mm. friends with the Richards, I guess. Yeah, yeah,
1: interesting. interesting. Um, you know what? I did start, Mm. um, was I okay, I started Southern Charm and I started Summer House, okay? But then I actually messaged Lauren Renegade, Mm -hmm. shout out, um, to ask her which one I should commit to because I was like, you know, I've I watched a little bit of both and I don't know Mm -hmm. which one to go with and she's Summer House. Summer House because it's like a little bit more light and fun. And I guess that was also a good idea because I was kind of already familiar with the characters from like, you know, an episode like season seven or whatever of Vanderpump where they kind of introed them in. Yeah. And the gang went down to um went to Montauk.
0: Yeah, that's right. Montauk. Montauk. I feel like I can't
1: say it. In Australia, it has to be in uh, Yeah, Montauk, Montauk. Um, yeah, so I started that. So, yeah, that's interesting so far. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just cute. like – I haven't, like, committed to any of these shows yet. It's like I finished being you pump and now I'm, like, in a rut.
0: I'm in a massive lull right now with TV shows. I'm just like I don't really know what I want to watch.
1: Yeah. Like I'm even tempted to – I was going to start TOWIE, but – Oh, Yeah. Early seasons aren't available. It's only oh. like starting from season 10. And I'm like, that's, I want to go from the start, you know? yeah. Um, and then I was even considering starting like Housewives of New York, mm-hmm. but I don't know if that's on Hey It's U, a great so. one.
0: It is on Hey You. So watch it. It's really good. I like New York. Shall we jump into this week's movie? So this week's movie is Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit is it yeah is it habit or habit
1: Habit. it's habit right it's not habitual
0: (laughs) they're talking about like obviously like back in the habit like the habit but also
1: that they were the habit yeah it's what happened yeah i don't think it's called habit
0: (laughs) (laughs) you're speaking another language habit um cute okay let me jump into the nitty-gritty of everything so the year it was made was 1993 and can we talk about this for like one second Mm. because I thought it was made far later than that there's only two years between or like one year between the first movie and the second movie yeah I thought it was like because I remember watching Sister Act 2 maybe as like a seven or eight year old so this kind of sat in the like 1998-1999 pool for me Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So to find out it was in 1993, I was shooketh. Um, the rating is PG. The category is comedy, family, music. I'm shocked it's PG. I feel like because really? it's Disney owned. Yeah. No, that's probably but like the Disney.
1: PG well, the Disney app also has Pam and Tommy on it now, so yeah, true you know Iconic. but but you're right like early 90s disney but no pg seems right you know like remember they had the good son isn't yeah, that a true. disney movie
0: true <laughs> is it? sad know. vibes i don't know yeah. um the director was bill duke so random because we obviously know bill duke as an actor um he hasn't really done any noteworthy films guys um mm. this is definitely like the top 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 tier film he's done and then in regards to budget it was 38 million which i think is quite yeah. high but it grossed 125 million the people loved it the people wanted to see it the um Knot. the critics did not you are right miss amelia because the rotten tomatoes score is 19 percent we're back down well, at this the... is
1: back to familiar territory for yeah. us
0: <laughs> we're on an up now we're on the low again Um, in regards to cast, we obviously have Whoopi as Dolores or Sister Mary Clarence. You have the iconic Kathy Najimy as Sister Mary Patrick. You have Mary Wicks as Sister Mary Lazarus. Um, Wendy McKenna as Mm -hmm. Sister Mary Roberts. My favourite, Professor McGonagall, Miss Maggie Smith, (laughs) as Reverend Mother. And then you have, out of the students, I've just picked my favourite, Lauren Hill as Rita Louise Watson.
1: Okay. Um, and then we also have a young Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yes. Um, you've got Alana Eubach as Maria,
0: mm-hmm. the love
1: Um, And she is actually Cassie's mum in Euphoria.
0: Oh, my God. Stop. Mm. Yeah. Another yeah. fun fact as well is Whoopi Goldberg's daughter, Alex, is actually in the movie as well. Um, she says that your mama's lying about the Skittle. <laughs> like, your mama's so fat, she sat in a rainbow and Skittles came out. Skittles it?
1: popped out. Yeah,
0: Skittles popped out. So that's Whoopi mm. Goldberg's daughter, dead.
1: Um, and also, we have Michael Jeter as Father Ignatius. Um, and mm-hmm. I know him as Mr. Noodle from Sesame Street.
0: Oh, cute. He plays Mr.
1: Noodle. And he's the the father who in the end credits is dancing, you know, and he's like, he's particularly like, you know.
0: He's hippin' and a happen.
1: He's hippin' and a happen. Yeah. 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 But he's Mr. Noodle, so he's Sesame Street. But lots of like well-known cast, especially the older actors.
0: Yeah. Um, Lots of established actors, right?
1: Yeah. Like James Um, Coburn as well. And I can't Um,
0: speak to, like, Lauren Hill's fame at this stage in her career. I'm assuming this is maybe pre-Fuji's or was she already in the Fuji's at this point?
1: No, this is the beginning of of Lauren's career. So it was 1996 when she joined or kind of started releasing music with the Fuji's. Like, Killing Me Softly was 1996. Oh, iconic. Um, And then her album was 1998, Miseducation of Lauren Hill. So this is, like, baby Lauren. And then she's like largely, you know, like out of the spotlight now. She's very low key.
0: Yeah. I read an article recently where she doesn't like to define herself as retired. She's like, you know, that was just one part of my life. You know, I'm now like, she's like, I'll I'll never retire. Like I might just start singing again. You know what I mean? I kind of yeah, and that. I feel
1: like people shouldn't have to say if they've retired or not, you know, no, like no. you should be able to kind of g- come and go from your, you know, career as you please when you're that level of famous. Like if you're Lauren Hill and you want to take 20 years off and then come back and then release music, you should be able to.
0: That's right. And those royalties are paying the bills, honey. So she doesn't need to rush.
1: Like how many times does Conor McGregor say that he's retiring or what's the other guy's name, the other fighter, Floyd Mayweather, every two seconds, I'm retired, I'm retired, and then comes out for like, you know, when he's being paid $10 million for a fight. It's like when people say that they are taking time off Instagram for the weekend.
0: Oh, it's such.
1: It's like you don't need to announce it
0: very attention seekery. <laughs> i remember that time we were talking and you and you were like i haven't posted in an entire week <laughs> and you hadn't posted on your feed in an entire week
1: yeah i don't need to announce it i'm ho- in fact i'm hoping people don't notice yeah i haven't posted but yeah so let's go into the plot So the story sees Whoopi Goldberg reprise her role as Dolores Van Cartier as she finds herself coming to the aid of her nun friends who need her help to save her old high school. Most of the original cast members reprise their roles in the sequel, including Maggie Smith, Kathy Najimy, Wendy McKenna, and Mary Wicks. Um, This film was less commercially successful than the first film, which is interesting.
0: interesting, um,
1: and generally received negative reviews. Like the critics, like thrashed it. Like like we just said, like the score on Rotten Tomatoes was mm-hmm. you know shocking. Um, yeah. but it is a cult fave with fans. And like for me, I have no emotional ties to the first film. Um, but this one I absolutely do which is why when I I suggested it you were like I love the first one and I'm like I don't care about it oh
0: my god (laughs) I really like this movie but I also really like the first you know what I mean but like if you ask me what the plot of the first movie is now I'd be like I can't remember
1: yeah neither for me like what I remember about this one, Act 2, is that it is based in a high school, and I think that's why I loved it so much as a kid, because I could make that connection with, like, the kids, even though they were, you know, like, whatever, 10 years older than me. The film starts with um, Dolores in Vegas, and she's Basing like her experience from the first film, um, and using it as inspo for her current show. Vegas so show. So it's really cool. It's got all these <laughs> hits from like the seventies mm-hmm. and like, you know, you've got Tina Turner in there. Yeah. You've got who else? I don't know, just like Shaka Khan, I'm pretty sure.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think she does but, I'm
0: every woman.
1: Yeah. She's got um yeah. Hey, Mr. Postman. That one. Mm-hmm. Like just so many great hits in there. And she looks fine in that cat suit. Oh. Whoopi.
0: Can I just say Whoopi has an amazing body? Like her body yeah. is stunting. She's beautiful. I used to love Whoopi as a child. Obsessed. I was obsessed with her. Especially in The Ghost.
1: Oh really? I love yeah. her in little rascals.
0: Oh, she's really good in little rascals Whoop-ay. as well. What Yeah. <laughs> but yes, her in the ghost. Um mm-hmm. you in danger girl. I say it all the time.
1: <laughs> ghost? Yeah, in ghosts. The, the,
0: yeah. the ghost. The ghost.
1: I'm just
0: using you. Oh, is it just ghost?
1: Yeah, it's just ghost.
0: Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway, I don't really remember much of Ghost except oh, yeah. for that scene that they parody all the, the time. Yeah. 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 I should actually watch it. We should do an episode on Ghost.
0: We sure, it's quite iconic.
1: Um, so we have, you know, this musical number and, you know, like, so from the start, you're already dancing and singing along. Cause it's just, mm-hmm. it's such an up, this whole movie is uplifting and just like fun.
0: There's no like really, really deep moments of the movie where you're like, <gasps> like shook. You know what I mean? Even when the school's closing, it's like quite like. It's almost like skimmed over. You know what like I mean? It's another like,
1: adventure though for them. It's a, it's a problem for them to solve.
0: That's right.
1: It's very much like hijinks ensues. And then we have the sisters coming in. So Mrs. sisters Mary Patrick, Mary Robert and Mary Lazarus um, pop over to the audience and um, Dolores gives them a little shout out. Um, and then they come backstage and she's basically like, you know, like what's up, what do you want? Um, and then they are asking her for help um to come back to the school but they haven't really told her what's happening so they're just like you know like she says reverend mother needs you back um it's kind of urgent so she just like packs up her shit and goes back um mm-hmm. to the nunnery um and obviously they lie to the father fathers um mm-hmm. and then also Mr Crisp Crispy
0: Mr. um Crispy.
1: and they say that you know she is uh sister Mary Clarence. Mary Clarence. Name. Yeah. Yeah. Then they tell her you're basically going back and you're going to teach um, at the school. We mm-hmm. need your help. We need someone to fill in. Blah blah blah. So then she starts.
0: I love when Sister Mary Roberts says, "You taught us to do good in the hood." <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to do good in the hood. <laughs> it kills my life. She's cute. She's. So I like that. Cute. I like
1: that little nun.
0: Yeah, she's my favourite.
1: So she was actually in a girl group. um, I think that was created by Disney. Oh. I think I'm getting her confused with Mary Wicks, who was the other Sister Mary. Yeah,
0: Sister (laughs) Mary. Bitch, they're all Sister Mary something.
1: And she was in the original um, Mary Poppins. She was the original Mary Poppins.
0: Bitch, is she still alive?
1: No, no. She died in ninety-five, so two oh, years
0: after. Sad.
1: Um she
0: was the original Mary Poppins.
1: Well that's what like it came before up,
0: Julie Andrews.
1: Yeah. Let what? me just hold on. Maybe I'm lying.
0: <laughs> no. Which I was only one. The Isn't there one of <laughs> then Emily Blunt? <laughs> Is me- it, did Emily Blunt play? Yeah. Very <laughs> <Just joking. laughs>
1: So it says that Mary Wicks moved to television in 1949, oh, starring. She...
0: So she moved to the beginning of television. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she self-launched to television. <laughs>
1: Stop, my stomach hurts. <laughs> um, okay.
0: Stop it, Um. I'm and crying. she And
1: she starred in the title role of a Westinghouse Studio One version of Mary Poppins. So she did. Okay. Yeah. And then she was also the live action reference model for Cruella Deville in Walt Disney's 101 Dalmatians 1961. Um yeah. She's got wow. and also starred in um, Dennis the Menace.
0: So like a long-standing history with Disney as well.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So Huge. then that's what Mary I was. Mary Poppins um, is
0: Disney, right?
1: Yeah, Mary Poppins is Disney. Um Yeah, in the 50s and 60s, she had a lot of, like, high-profile roles.
0: Oh, she's done it all, though.
1: And also in the 1994 version of Little Women before she became ill, so I think that was her last role.
0: Oh, that's my favourite Little Women.
1: With Winona? Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: my favourite I really liked the new version. I've not seen it, and I feel like I can't watch it because I love that version with Winona so much. Watch it. I think. I'm not gonna lie to you. I sometimes get Little Women. Is Julia Roberts in Little Women? No. I get that and Fried Green Tomatoes confused <laughs> sometimes. How? They're they the completely different <laughs> movies. they can play the different movies. But I just get them confused <laughs> sometimes.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know why. I just do. I do, I I don't know. Um, okay, so she basically gets introduced to the class. They do have mm-hmm. a funny scene where they're all at dinner, like all the nuns and all the fathers, um, and then Crispy, and they get served um, this Brothers, gross meal right? with like, yeah, German yeah. sausage. And then one of them's like, this meal needs a prayer. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's also, like, he tries to give it to um whoopee I keep saying but um Sister Mary Clarence and she's like oh no I just oh, yeah. couldn't Jenny Craig. <laughs>
0: Jenny Craig Jenny Craig was really like having her moment in the 90s and the early 2000s
1: I can still see the font in my head
0: Jenny must be doing weights with like a wad of cash <laughs> you know what I mean
1: Jenny is rolling in the money there's also an interesting note about one of the fathers can I say priests like is that what they are. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the priests, um, he is. I think it's the guy who plays Father Wolfgang, maybe. Um, anyway, mm-hmm. one of them lost a bet with a whoopee, and that's why he appeared in the film.
0: Yes, I remember mm. reading that.
1: Yeah, so I thought um, that was sorry. like an interesting little facty.
0: Jenny Craig is worth three hundred million dollars.
1: I mean, (laughs) yeah, she is.
0: Come on, sis.
1: Say Jenny Craig and anyone will know what you're talking about. Yeah. Or they'll have at least heard of her name.
0: Come on, sis. Get that coin.
1: Damn, Jenny. So the film is actually loosely based on the um, experiences of Iris Stevenson. So she was choir director of Crenshaw High School.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. So it's not just like a random story, storyline. So um, so like that's like a cool. bit of a
0: deeper meaning. I love mm. that.
1: Yeah. So basically the reason that Dolores is being sent back to this school to help out is because the school is going to close. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's, you know, taking charge of this one particular class and then she kind of eaves Sort of eavesdrops on like a meeting that's happening with with, Crispy, with Crispy, and then some (laughs) of the other priests, and then like whatever superintendents, like other like education people. And they're basically like, you know, we're going to close the school, it's not bringing in any money. Mm -hmm. Um, you know it's more valuable to turn it into a parking lot and then like if the school closes then crispy gets like a kickback of some kind or he gets a job when they Um, said that i was
0: like a parking lot really (laughs) like come on that's so like degrading
1: (laughs) um and so then sister mary clarence kind of takes it upon herself to think of a way to raise money because this is her old high school. So she has like an emotional tie to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, before this happens, she meets the class that she's going to be teaching and, you know, she walks in and they're doing this like little chant and it's like cold beans. Hey, and collard green. Hey, green
0: hey. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I had to Google it cause I was like, is this a song? Is there like a reason that they're chanting cold beans and collard greens? Mm-hmm. And it's not. I think it's just like a random thing that they wrote into the film.
0: So random.
1: I know, but it's just like randomly pops into my head every now yeah. and then. There's like a few things from this movie that just like randomly pop into my head. And like um, cold beans and
0: collard greens, what is that like?
1: I what mean, was
0: the y'all couldn't come up with something else. <laughs>
1: I don't know. It works. It works. Yeah.
0: That's a vibe. I'll be
1: chanting it too when I'm cooking dinner. Um, yeah. and then there's also the little back and forth uh where they're talking, where they're doing the Yo mama jokes. Um and then yeah. this is where we see like Whoopi's daughter, and then we're also seeing like Frank Gay, Hey Ho, sketch. We're kind of like slowly being introduced to like the students.
0: The whole group. Um
1: Yeah. And we have yeah, we've got Rita, who is Lauren Hill, who Mm -hmm. who, like from the offset is already like quite sassy. She seems to be like the leader of the group. Um, You've got Sketch who is asleep in class because he has a job outside of school. Yeah. Um, So you kind of like know from the offset that this is a school that's located in, you know, a sort of like underprivileged kind of area. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's giving that vibe. One thing I will say is I didn't realize, like, Jennifer Love Hewitt was in this movie until watching it this time around.
1: I love her in this.
0: Because really before this, she was in, like, what, All My Children? Like, she hadn't really done, you know what I mean? Her yeah, big, wasn't her she? Big stuff
1: yet. Yeah, no, because she was still a, she's a Disney kid, right?
0: I think she's, like, a sitcom kid. Like, she was on All My Children, right? Is that it? So that's like a random.
1: No, she is a Disney kid. Oh, she is? Yeah. Okay. Kids, Kids Incorporated.
0: Vibes. I might be getting her confused with. <laughs> don't kill me. Alyssa Milano. Maybe Alyssa Milano wasn't All My Alyssa Children.
1: Alyssa Milano was, um, I think, in All My Children, but she was also in Who's the Boss. Yes.
0: That's, yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, but yeah. So Jennifer Love Hewitt, she was a Disney kid. And then. She was in a live-action video for Dance Workout with Barbie, mm-hmm. um, Little Miss Millions, um, and then Sister Act 2. I was aware of her, though. Um, I think it was more when I was a teenager and I went back and watched the movie that I kind of, like, made sure to look out for her. But she's yeah. cute. She's, like, you know,
0: she's playing. She plays very much like a filler character. She's very she's like much the like the aloof. Character
1: girl who's a little bit doughy who loves makeup
0: what's your favorite jennifer love hewitt movie mine's heartbreakers
1: i don't know that i have a favorite jennifer love hewitt movie i just love her in ghost whisperer oh
0: yeah. ghost whisperer can i just say i was re-watching some episodes with my mom recently
1: it's creepy
0: bitch i'm still scared <laughs> I had to watch a comedy before I went to bed. Like the CGI, and the CGI is horrible. But it's was horrible, scared. but like
1: the special like the sound effects that they use, the creepy music. Yeah. I don't know. We can't talk about it because I'm alone in this studio and I'm not
0: yeah. about it. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> my can I just say the nails on the chalkboard?
1: Oh my god, I had to does like. that. I had to clench my teeth. Yeah, me too. I,
0: like, covered my ears. I was like, I can't deal with that. That sound triggers me. And we know how I feel about your mama jokes, but when Whoopi says, your mama's so dumb she got hit by a (laughs) parked (laughs) car. It sent me. It sent me. I was, like, dead. I was dead.
1: I think they're funny. Also, funny. I think your mama jokes are funny. We we went over this. We talked about this in the Eddie Murphy episode. Absolutely,
0: we did. They are funny. They are. (laughs) Stop. Okay, we need to move on. Dad.
1: So, we introduced to a bunch of the students, um, and then there's Frank Gay. And so, I'm Mm -hmm. guessing he's Italian. And he just, he talks like he's a black kid from that area. Yeah. And they do have a go at him. So his classmate um, Amal, yeah, Amal, um, who is embracing his African Mm
0: -hmm. heritage, ancestry. Mm -hmm. um, He's decolonizing himself.
1: um, And he does point out that his classmate is like, you know, culturally appropriating and That kind of thing, which I thought was like, oh, okay, cool. You know, 1993.
0: That's really progressive for 1993, right? Like I feel like that really wasn't a thing then.
1: Yeah, but it obviously was. But we just like weren't really taking it seriously because I think this movie is just so like driven by comedy that the way that he says it, He's still paid out by his classmates, Amal, mm-hmm. I mean. So, like, he mm-hmm. has a go at Frank A. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the classmates still just pay him out. They're just like, sit no down, one backs sit down. Mad. No yeah. one backs him. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. But, you know, times have changed mm-hmm. in 2022.
0: Rita really is pressed by Dolores from day one. She wants her gone. She wants her ousted. She is not having a bar of it.
1: Yeah. She has so much attitude. Yeah. So then basically Mary Clarence just gives her an ultimatum. She's like, well, you can leave like anyone who doesn't want to be in this class can leave. So then they all leave. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's like one point where Mary Clarence kind of goes up to the roof where all the students are hanging out and she realizes that they can actually like that. They're very talented musicians, like they can sing, they can rap. And the scene in particular um, Rita is rapping. That was actually Lauren improvising.
0: Yeah, it was all she's improv. So damn
1: good. So she good. Is,
0: can I just say the way Lauren Hill gives me chills down my spine is like she's just such an amazing rapper, singer. Like she's an artist.
1: Vocalist.
0: She's a vocalist. Yeah, she's like a true artist. I'm obsessed.
1: Every scene that she's in where she's singing, I... Rewatch it because she has such a beautiful voice. Mm -hmm. Um, So one scene in particular is where Mary Clarence, um, so Mary Clarence basically wants to turn them into a choir. um, And then later on, one of the other sisters, the younger one, Mary Robert overhears Rita singing in the church with one of the other students. And that's when they're singing um, his eyes on the sparrow. Yeah, and I can hear her singing in my head, and her mm-hmm. voice is just sublime. It's so because good.
0: I'm free.
1: His eye is on the so basically, with the choir, the whole point is for them to enter this competition. So Mary Clarence just turns them into a choir just to kind of like get them in line and just to utilize you know their talents. Yeah. Um. And then to try and earn money so that the school can stay open. The other sisters enter them into the all-state singing competition because mm-hmm. they realized that the school had previously won competitions as a choir. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense. Um. We
0: kind of see this running rhetoric of like you know kids from underprivileged areas, like, when they're given resources and when they're given extracurricular activities, it kind of pivots their thought process. Like, we see it in Honey with the Mm -hmm, dancing, mm -hmm. with the dancing studio. Um, You know, we see it in, like, Bring It On All or Nothing. I know that's a horrible reference point. But, like, you do see this quite often where, like, there's this rhetoric of, you know, we give kids or we give people opportunities and it allows for growth. Mm -hmm. you know kids in areas that like perhaps you wouldn't get the opportunity and like no one spent the time on them before sister mary clarence missed exactly
1: they were just dismissed and allowed to just sit there and screw around and nobody Mm -hmm. actually invested their time in them to get to know them and see like what they actually enjoyed and what they were good at and totally. like, yeah, exactly. So, and yeah. I think that's what's nice about the film and that's why it is so uplifting and it's such a heartwarming film because it's, you know, it's not a new story, mm-hmm. but it's one that we like to see, you know.
0: We like to see it come up, right? Like we like yeah. to see growth. We like to see progression. And that is just like.
1: It's a happy ending. Yeah. So one of the fun scenes where they're learning to sing is basically she gets them to sing. Um, Mary Had a Little Lamb. Mm-hmm. Um And this is when she kind of like basically goes to each of the students and gets them to sing and you kind of see who has a little bit more talent. Mm. Um, So I think it's Tanya who sings and she has that really beautiful like deep like gospel voice. Yeah. Um, Amal is, you know, he's got that, I don't know, you're the singer, Shane, you would know what types of voices they have.
0: Yeah, so he would have a baritone voice, but he also like, and you see it in the last last yeah so he can hit falsetto so you can he can hit his head voice so you have like your normal voice and then your head voice only certain people can hit their head voice I can um <laughs> but yeah it's it's Demo? a very no I can't do it Not not here
1: Jana is like not helping <laughs> yeah. you
0: yeah <tonight. laughs> I'm anxious I'm anxious and hungry you know yeah you have your head voice so he's like a very, Like when I heard him sing I was like Bitch, that is the voice of an angel He was giving that little boy From the Romeo and Juliet movie You know what I mean? Oh, happy day oh, Yes happy. Yeah
1: Yeah When Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I can sing in my head voice too
0: You can <laughs> Or she can just sing in her head though <laughs> <laughs> Depends who you ask. Den? Den, weigh in Den. Oh, Jen, Jen
1: would say that I can sing as well. Jen? Um, Jennifer Love Hewitt can actually sing, um, but we never really hear her sing because she is yeah. like a small little bit part in this film. Can
0: she sing sing? IRL? Mm, yeah, she can. Oh, she, wow.
1: Don't you remember the song How Do I Deal?
0: No. She released
1: a single in like <gasps> 1999. I have it. I have
0: it. No. How do
1: I deal with you? How do I deal with me? I'm gonna
0: play oh, like that five familiar. seconds. Yeah. yeah, I love Jennifer Love Hewitt in the Enrique Iglesias film clip. Would She's so
1: hot. We always if wondered. I oh, hold on. I don't myself, yes. How do I
0: need... Remember that whole era of like actors randomly releasing singles
1: they're still doing it
0: yeah but, <laughs>
1: <but> about, like, <laughs> i remember that
0: early 2000s like remember like bringing it back to australia you had like beck cartwright you had like steph mackintosh holly valance like all those girls were releasing a single at one point Tammin yeah. sersok mm, mm, man yeah. i still jam to all seats taken it's a box
1: Oh, my God. Um, yeah, they were really trying to make her the Aussie Britney Spears. They
0: were. Not a vibe.
1: Yeah. Um, but the Jennifer Love Hewitt song was actually on the soundtrack for I Still Know What You Did Last Summer.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
1: there we, we go. Love
0: that. We love a plug.
1: They're supporting. They're supporting their lead actress. Supporting but their I lead think actress.
0: that's great. Right. So yeah, it's cute. <laughs>
1: so then we have uh, the scene where Lauren Hill And um, her classmate, I can't remember her name, they're singing in the chapel, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Eyes on the Sparrow. And she's basically, so her classmate is like, you know, I'm not really going to pursue singing outside of school. This is for church. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, you should pursue it because you have a real talent. And then we kind of get this backstory of Rita's mom disapproving of Rita pursuing any kind of music career. Because she kind of lays down the law and she's like, you know, your dad tried to do that and look what happened. And like we learned that her father has passed away, Rita's father, um, and that, you know, like maybe he wasn't able to provide for them because he was an artist. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And like I can understand that, you know, like I'm not a parent, but like wanting your kid to end up in a career that's going to make them money. That's yeah. gonna help them to be financially stable and just like to know that your kid is like taking care of, mm-hmm. kind of thing, and not to be in um, you know, a line of work where the income won't be as frequent as, you know, a regular boring nine a regular, to five.
0: Boring nine to five. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I'm I don't know, I'm kind of into minds about it because my mum raised me to be so like creatively driven. Same. So I, I hone in on that but I, but then at times I'm also like why didn't my mom push me to excel in things that like would actually be useful in my life you know what I mean <laughs> so it's why like why
1: didn't she force me to be a doctor or a yeah, lawyer yeah, yeah
0: totally but I feel like you're never happy right on either side of the scales So the grass
1: is always greener I think totally
0: yeah. totally so I'm glad my mum pushed me to like create art and sing instead of. You know, in going the end of going day, yeah, yeah, something that was yeah. just going to make look, you money. You and I can both comment on this. We both had like a rocky few years where we were just like, what are we doing with our lives? But like yeah. I got there in the end, you know?
1: Yeah, but- that's the thing. Like I grew up with a mum who... Mum and dad, you know, both their parents really pushed them to finish university to get their degrees, you know, and they had to graduate with honours, the whole thing. Um, So then when it came to us, my mum was very much of the mind that we could pursue what we wanted to. She wasn't going to force us to to do anything that we didn't want to do. And that if we were to pursue something that was more creative, that we just had to make sure that we were able to feed ourselves, you know, like that we were able to make money and, you know, it was rough for (laughs) a bunch of years, like Mm -hmm. being in a creative field and not knowing like if I was ever going to hit a certain, you know, bracket above what I was making Yeah. and if I would be able to sustain a life that I enjoyed. You know, mm-hmm. doing something that I loved or if I would just have to, like, take the L and get a job in the government while I did creative stuff on the side. Yeah. So, yeah,
0: that mm. was really long-winded.
1: Um, no. But, <laughs> <laughs> oh. but, yeah, I see I see it from both sides, though. Yeah. For sure. Totally. So, basically, Rita has to leave the choir because her mum's like, you know. I didn't say you could join the choir, like you're not mm-hmm. going to make any money doing that. It's just going to encourage you to pursue singing, blah, blah, blah. So she leaves. Her classmates have a go at her um, and think that she's just dogging them because she doesn't want to be in it anymore. And it's because mm-hmm. Rita doesn't tell them. My mom says, I can't do it. She's just like, I don't want to do it anymore. She's yeah. very much got that like wall up. She doesn't mm-hmm. let people in. No. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So then basically while all of this is happening the students are still practicing um, and then we have you know that iconic if you want to be somebody and you want to go somewhere you better wake up and pay attention if you want Mantra.
0: mantra
1: mm-hmm. um, and the actual student who's like sister Mary Clarence like what if we just sing it and then she sings it and she's got that beautiful voice that student is actually Ozzy.
0: oh is she like anything famous now or is she just that was like one-off vibes
1: no just like one-off vibes I think her name okay. is Valeria
0: oh stunning name oh she has music
1: yeah, I think she released music.
0: Pop singer-songwriter. Oh, she sang Rhythm of the Night on Moulin Rouge. Okay. Ah. Oh. She gets 52,000 monthly listeners. Come through, okay. sis. Yeah.
1: So if somebody, like, depending on the amount of listens that somebody has on Spotify, do they get a kickback for all of that?
0: Yeah. I think you get, like, royalties.
1: So if she's got 52,000 per month. Would that be a lot?
0: It's like a couple of cents per listen. Mm. I think it's like one or two cents per listen. Right,
1: right. Okay. So, like, interesting.
0: What what does that come up to? Like fifty dollars? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What's that? Like fifty something dollars? Is that fifty or five hundred? It'll be five hundred. I wouldn't be mad about that. $520. Yeah.
1: they don't doing anything. I'd yeah, okay if they're literally
0: that. not doing
1: anything, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Um. All right, where are we up to? Uh, singing <laughs> does not pay the bill. Singing does not put food on the table. She's right, unless mm-hmm. you're Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. So then let's fast forward to the concert scene. This is, like, kind of the end of the movie. Mm -hmm. While all this is happening, mind you, um, Crispy and Co., the other priests, find out that (laughs) uh, Sister Mary Clarence is, in fact, Dolores Van Cartier. She is, you know, moonlighting as a sister. She's an icon.
0: She's a diva. Mm. She is the moment.
1: And she is here to save the day. Mm -hmm. But they are not into it because Crispy wants the school shut down. So they're basically trying to out her. Um, So they follow... The students and the nuns to the Allstate music competition. Mm-hmm. They get in that little van and they just fang it over there. And it's all just funny. It's all like physical comedy at this yeah. point. Like, yeah, yeah, they're just funny. Even
0: the stupid monks, like in their stupid outfits. The you priests. know what I mean? Are they are we priests? we calling them or are the they monks?
1: monks? That's what I was saying. Like, are they priests? <laughs> are they father? Because it, it's father. Father so and so. Okay.
0: Yeah. They're giving monk with the outfit, but they're it's giving friar. Are like, uh, monks, yeah, yeah, monks still a thing?
1: Yeah, monks are still a thing. Okay. To seem like Buddhism.
0: Yeah, but I mean, like, what are the things called in Buddhism? They're, like, in... they're,
1: f- they're fathers. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, but it looks more like friar.
0: Yeah, friar. How, they yeah, like how they're styled. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know what religion that is, though.
0: So, there is such things as British monks, but they're like, it's this vibe. This is the vibe it was giving. <laughs> That's what they look like. That's why I was thinking of it like Dark Ages vibes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like 1100s. I thought you were going to say something dumb like air fryer. <laughs> We're done with this episode. <laughs> okay, let's
1: get to the final um yeah. concert bit. So, Rita forges her mum's signature on the permission slip so that mm-hmm. she can go with uh, the rest of the choir to the competition. Yeah. Um, everyone's really happy about it, and she leaves a note behind um for her mum. So her mum gets home from work and she sees this note where she's basically like, "Mum, you know, like I'm sorry, I love you, but I'm going to this competition. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, I can't. Don't hate me." So they go to the competition and they're like so intimidated because there's all these other choirs, um, that are really experienced, have obviously been practicing for such a long time. Um, Mm -hmm. and they kind of have a little freak out, um, and then they bump into one of the fathers who is there to thwart them, their plans, um, but instead he changes his mind and he basically says to the students, like, I'm so proud of you, like you're all really thriving, you're flourishing, I'm so, I'm so impressed um, because they're like, oh, my God, thank you so much for coming. Like we didn't think that you were going to come watch us and he's like, oh, my God, you guys are amazing, mm-hmm. which is kind of cute.
0: And yeah. he's been a bit of a whoopee hater as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Dolores
0: Hater. So, yeah. It's nice to see that change right at the end.
1: Yeah. And they all, all the priests um, change their tune. Mm-hmm. And like Mr. Noodle, he like basically makes Crispy go into the closet and like locks him in there. He's like, oh, yeah, I know where the students are. I think they're in here. Oh. Oh yeah, they're in here, and then he like opens the door, and they shove him inside and lock him
0: up. The way they lock him up with the sausage—it's <laughs> <changed. laughs>
1: just funny. It's funny.
0: I can't. So it is such
1: a kids' movie.
0: It is.
1: There's a chase. There's hijinks. You know. There's a happy ending. All of it.
0: It's very like without being cartoony, Scooby Doo esque. That scene, mm-hmm. don't you think? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Dad.
1: Um, Okay. So then it's time for the big, there's the big scary school um, singing Joyful Joyful. joyful, Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's the song that, you know, our kids are singing and they freak out and they're like, oh my God, they're singing the same song as us. They're so amazing. What are we going to do? And then uh, whoopee. Sister Mary Clarence is like, you know, it's fine. We got this. She instructs them to actually take off their robes and have their casual clothes underneath. Mm -hmm. Um, And we have... Actually, Rita on stage singing the intro part and she gets really nervous because I think she sees her mum walk into the audience Mm -hmm. and sit down. So she freaks out a little bit, but then she starts and she has the most beautiful voice Um, and the performance starts and it's just really colorful. The outfits Mm -hmm. are so early nineties, like, you know, like lots of Timberlands, lots of like graphic prints. Um, loose-fitting jeans, it's giving very, like, salt and pepper. It is.
0: It's a vibe, though. I
1: love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, lots of MC Hammer pants, you know, Mm. that kind of style. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Yeah, and it's just fun. So they sing Joyful, Joyful, but it's, like, a hip-hop, like, choreography, like, contemporary gospel rendition of it. Um, Yeah, so it's really fun, and then they win, And uh, they speak to Mary Clarence and the other sisters and the fathers like end up speaking to like some of the school, I don't know, officials. Yeah. And then they let slip that it was Crispy who was actually, um, I don't know, I guess the one who like suggested that they enter the competition or some shit like that. They give him credit um, basically to kind of, I don't know, not have him out her, I guess. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. yeah.
1: Rita and her mom, they make amends. And the choir learns that Mary Clarence is actually a professional singer. And mm-hmm. Amal asks her if she's a Vegas showgirl. And then she's like, No, I am a headliner. Yes. And then the end credits roll in and it is a No Mountain High Enough. And this is like the happiest end credits. Like I was texting you last night. I just was obsessed. I love
0: dancing.
1: I was dancing, I was cleaning, Oops. cleaning the kitchen and I was dancing and then I like had to Ew. stop just so I could watch the credits because I love it so much.
0: I love the layout of your house so much. It like really makes, like you can do things and watch TV at the same time.
1: Yeah. Because even the backsplash is mirrored so you can yeah. see the reflection in the TV. Yeah. Yeah. We love that. open plan.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's open plan, but then my kitchen's like, wham, it's like in the nook.
1: Yeah. 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 It's Cause the style of your home is still very much like keep them in the kitchen. Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> on that wow. note, <laughs> on that note, how many woman fuzzies? 10. 10s, 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 10s across tens. the board. I um, love this movie. Yeah. I'll give it a really solid eight. Yeah. To eight and a half. Um, mm loved the movie loved re-watching it it's like one of those really easy watches you know what i mean like you can pop it on you know it's gonna happen it's a feel-good movie we love you that. sing
1: along to it you dance
0: yeah it's giving you those warm and fuzzies you know
1: 100 ultimate warm and fuzzy
0: movie yeah love for
1: sure yeah love this it. was great
0: all right guys thanks so much for joining us today um if you would like to follow us on social media you can find Amelia at, at Amelia Singson, and you can find me at at Shinino. You can also follow the Woman Fuzzy Podcast Instagram. That is at Woman Fuzzy Podcast. We also have TikTok. Please come check it out. That is at Woman Fuzzy Podcast. Please leave us a review on five stars as well. It helps other people find us. And that's it. Amazing. Thanks so much for joining us today, guys.
1: Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week.
0: Bye. Bye. Bye.